0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Horror Movie News. Today, our favorite spine-ripping alien is back and, he, and with a, a kick-ass trailer. And it's tickled me in all the right ways. It's chapter 2. The adult cast has been complete and we'll be going over all of that. As well as Linda, Linda Hamilton, my original female badass of the sci-fi genre, is back. And we've got some pics of her looking Awesome. All this and so much more It's horror movie news Let's get into it right now
1: Welcome to Popcorn Talk Featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews Popcorn Talk We talk movies
0: Ah, yes, it's not a regular Ooh, perfect Yes Get
1: the organ going Right?
0: It's not a regular theme This is actually the uh, original theme of The Thing John Carpenter's The Thing Because yesterday, it was its uh, 36th anniversary, and I thought it was pretty good, yeah. I love that movie, so I wanted to pay a tribute, and just, oh my god, that scares me. Oh, it's so good. But anyways, welcome everybody to Horror Movie News. We are on episode 33. Woo! Yes, and it is Tuesday the 26th on this wonderful June day, and I am your host, Anthony Becerra, and just listen to this cadence of my voice. Carrie, take it away. <laughs> hey,
1: how's it going? Carrie Lane here.
0: Getting tuned into my voice. It's okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's do some quick uh, crypt keeping. Yes. So, where to find us pretty much YouTube.com slash popcorn talk network is where this lives, as well as on our website at popcorn talk.com. And if you want to contact our team here, we have our dedicated Twitter account, which is horror, P- horror news PTN. And on top of that, of course, you can also uh, find this podcast on Apple Podcasts on iTunes. And if you do find it and you like it, subscribe and also five stars rating, please. I would greatly appreciate it. We would all appreciate it here. And any feedback that you'd have for us or anything that you'd want to see from us, keep it proper. Okay, Um, let's move on. So (laughs) let's get started with the first segment of the show, The Abyss. Pretty much uh, what films we've been watching. Um, what you got, Carrie?
1: Well, I'm combining mine with my crypt because I only, I didn't really watch a lot of horror this week. I'm trying to do more, and okay. I did see one, but I want it to be uh our crypt, which is another segment. So, right uh um, on.
0: So you double dipping?
1: I'm di- yes, which happens sometimes with some of the movies because I'm like, well. I saw it and I would recommend it. So okay. it's one of it was. So do you really want to well.
0: tease it for now or? Yeah,
1: I'll tease it for now because I'll save it for the crypt. Because okay, yeah. so you'll reveal
0: the name yes. for the crypt. All right. So I, I happened to watch a a movie this weekend. Uh, Incidents at Ghost in a, uh, Sorry Incidents in a Ghostland, or also known as Ghostland, which was uh, the film that we were going to show the trailer for, but ran out of time last week. But I told everyone to go uh, to check it out, and I checked it out, and it's it was I really enjoyed it. Uh, It was directed by Pascal Laguerre, and he is the same director as Martyrs, which I haven't seen that yet, but watching this film, I want to go back and watch that now. Um, Synopsis real quick. A mother of two young teenage daughters move into a new house from which they inherited from their aunt, and on their first night are invaded by two violent strangers. Uh, So just some quick overall thoughts on the film. Um, Overall, I did like it. what I think stands out about this film is like the structure of the story and how how the film plays with like re- withholding information because you only see what you see, you know. And like when you watch a movie, it, it gives you information in a certain order. Mm. And the way that they did this, like, really knocked me on my ass. Like, once they revealed something, and I was just like, what? <laughs> like, it really took me for a loop. And I in a
1: good surprise, in a great okay. surprise, like, because sometimes it happens in a movie, and you're like, oh, come or on. Like, or like, or sometimes
0: no. you see it a mile away. Yeah, I had no idea. Okay. Like, it, it did such a good job of like subverting my knowledge of things. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it, and it, it it pays off. And it's like a, a mid, like probably like two thirds of the movie reveal. I don't know, maybe like a half, like halfway through the movie, mm. it reveals this. And you're just like, where do we go from here? Mm. Like what happens now? Like, it, And at one point I lost all hope. I was like, this is not a movie that ends well. And <laughs> and that uh, that's what I thought. And I won't say if it ends well or if it ends bad. You have to watch it. I got to say I did like how it ended um also i thought it was gonna be very violent because i I think i remember hearing martyrs was very like gory and violent Hmm. um but i'm not sure so don't quote me on that but that's just what i thought like that style was like super gory you know but like it was actually very there there was some violence but i would say it was very elegant with the violence it wasn't like too gratuitous or too gory and i could appreciate it um if you're if you're like super into gore it, it's definitely not that kind of movie not as much yeah it's okay. but it's 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 like a weird like i would describe it like a weird psychological gore in a sense where mm. it's like like just like the what the characters go through is really messed up if you like try to put yourself in their shoes and you're like oh my god like i can't believe this is happening um and there's also like a really cool uh, psychological like through line that that tries to dig deep but it, it only goes so far but i think it accomplishes what it wanted to do yeah Um, So overall, I I really enjoyed it. You guys should definitely go check it out. It's called Incident in a Ghostland, or just type in Ghostland, and it should pop up. And I rented it on Amazon, um, and I'm sure you can uh, find it on whatever VOD uh, system you guys use.
1: Actually, your comment on violence made me think, I did watch a movie this week, and it does count in a way because the director has done horror films. I saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And I remember a friend who really likes horror, and he commented that it kind of had a horror vibe. And I was like, oh, yeah, we talked about, like, the director. So it's J.A. Bayana? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Bayana? Bayana?
0: Uh, where, uh, he's from Spain. Bayona, yeah. Bayona. yeah. Um,
1: so he's done the orphanage and oh,
0: I love the orphanage. Yeah, he directed the orphanage. And I'm like, I
1: love that movie. Yes. Uh, also, he did a monster calls, but I didn't get to that. one I haven't one. seen
0: that one yet, but he's, it's more like fantasy for like yeah. young adult kind of. Yeah.
1: A couple episodes of Penny Dreadful as Ooh. well, which is cool. I would. I don't know if I've seen those particular ones. So anyway, um, if you haven't seen Jurassic World, I do like the the tone of this one is kind of more like a horror movie. Okay. Though there's not a lot of gore. I actually wanted more because there are people that get destroyed by the dinosaurs and eaten and stuff.
0: What's well, it's rated PG-13, yeah, I believe. I, kind of, I yeah, thought there was fine.
1: more in the other ones. So they would like go to a moment and kind of cut away or From something like that. like the that. actual attack. Yeah. So
0: you'll kind of like hear it in the background screaming yeah. like, scream, like Ugh. okay. But
1: that's okay. I, um, I, I did enjoy it. I know a lot of people were not really thrilled with it. I thought it was... It is definitely a placeholder one. I had that someone say that ahead of time because mm-hmm. it leads to more. Though at oh, right. the I very, gotcha. very end, they're kind of like, well, this is how things are now kind of mentality. And you kind of go, is it really? That's about the only real hang up mm. I had. But otherwise, it's a fun, fun ride. The characters are cool. And I do like the more horror, like scary vibe yeah. it takes. I
0: remember like reading a headline of an article. I didn't read it, though, but I, 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 I should have. Um, I think it compared it to like a gothic, like a gothic, uh, like uh, like a, a, like a gothic, gothic, gothic horror adventure. tale. Yeah, in a yeah sense. it is and because like, okay.
1: like, especially when they get to, there's a house. That yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: Like that are, that that, it's like that a gothic vibe. house horror yeah. kind of
1: um, it's interesting. I mean, it's an, I'd say it's adventure horror-esque. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think it was cool. Did you get to the, I haven't one? seen okay. it
0: and, um, I'm not like too psyched to go watch it to be honest with you.
1: I wasn't super, I, like the last one I was like, okay. And I love the older ones. Yeah. Uh, the last Jurassic World, I was like, sure. Uh, it was, uh. I think this, I like that this one has the darker tone, and I'd be really curious to see if you like it more as well because of that, that, that vibe.
0: Yeah, that does intrigue me more to go watch yeah. it, just to see, like, how is it, you not know, with su- dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah, not like super
1: heavy handed, but just like the scariness kind of how they've achieved it a little bit in the early ones of like trying to hide from the dinosaur or try mm-hmm. to get somewhere else and it's sneaking up on you is a little bit more, but in the lime or in the uh, focus of spooky.
0: All right. Yeah. yeah, I'll try to check it out. All right, let's move on. Yes. All right, so let's do The Crypt. So pretty much The Crypt is uh, what films we like to share with people uh, who are listening and also just uh, here at the panel. Um. So yeah, so I want you to go first since you were like yes. queuing it up. And...
1: I was so excited because I was like, yeah, actually this film, uh, the one I wanted to recommend is The Limehouse Golem. Oh, that's funny. And I know, yeah, because we were talking about your movie has a similar word in yeah. the title. <laughs> a funny thing, this one... Uh, a year ago, I saw the poster for it in London and mm. wrote it down, and now it's on Amazon Prime, so I finally got to see it. Oh, nice. Uh, it's very cool. It's not necessarily, like, amazing. Ooh. Okay. Uh, one of the trailer, some things is said kind of like, before Jack the Ripper, there was the golem so a series of murders have shaken the community to the point where people believe that the legendary creature from dark times, the mythical so-called golem must be responsible. Oh, huh. eh, that's not the best description. I love when <laughs> you read it. And you go, eh. it's more like yeah. there's, there's murders happening and Bill Nye's character is brought in and he's kind of, uh, he's assigned to this case because it's a very difficult case. Something that's interesting about it that I learned later is, uh, where was it? Um, there we go. Alan Rickman was originally supposed to be cast as this character, which I would have liked better. But unfortunately, this was when he was starting to be ill and um, an obviously unfortunate demise. But uh, his, I think Alan Rickman's character would have portrayed some of the um, obsessions that that character has a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Though I did like Bill Nighy in the role. And then some of the other actors, we have Olivia Cook who plays. Oh, I like Olivia Cook. Right from yeah. Ready Player One, and I totally was well, watching the whole movie going. She looks really familiar. I like
0: her really more familiar. in Thoroughbreds, okay. to be honest. But yeah, Ready but Player One was.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Thoroughbreds yet. Oh, it's so, so
0: good! It's one of my favorite okay. movies of the year. Nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, we have Sam Reed, uh, Douglas Booth, mm-hmm. Daniel Mays. Uh, a couple of these people, like you'll go like, oh yeah, I recognize them, and there's somebody else. I'm like, I can't find their name, but. The thing about it that's really cool is there's also uh, the main character, Lizzie. She, Olivia Cook, or she's kind of one of the main well, characters. Well, she's... On, okay. She's... Uh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> ...accused of murdering her husband. And Ooh. so she's in jail. And then Bill he gets on the case w- that she's part of as well while these other murders are happening and, like, wants to help her out. Now, who the killer actually is, you kind of figure out early on. But that's not necessarily <laughs> don't a bad say thing. That. Okay. No, you okay. kind of know. Like some people, are like oh, you figure it out really quick. Oh, okay. Um, I they don't do. They reveal it nicely. Ooh. Like even though you go, oh, it's probably so and so. How it comes about within the film is great because also. The detective doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. So then it's kind of okay. Yeah. You're not just dis- you're not disappointed because the payoff of it is good.
0: So, it's, yeah, even though you know, you know the payoff you is know, good, gotcha. The right.
1: motive and the how is like, oh, cool. And so it's a really great Victorian piece. If you like period piece movies, fantastic. Visually, it's gorgeous. Nice kind of spooky. And, and it is a good mystery, even though you maybe will figure out the killer. And if you don't, that's great, too. But... <laughs> How they explain it is nice. Okay. And then also as the detective is figuring out who it might be is visually kind of cool because he starts like envisioning his suspects saying the lines of this uh, diary they find. Oh, okay. So it's cool. And it has some good brutal stuff and just nice and dark... You know, it's a little too warm out for it, but it's like that, it's a good rainy day and yeah. Dirk vibe movie.
0: So overall, thumbs up.
1: Overall, definitely a thumbs up. I, uh,
0: and it's on Prime, right?
1: It is on Amazon Prime. The Limehouse Golem. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. I'd, I'd give it like a good 4 out of 5. Like Not like... Oh my gosh rush to see it but definitely one of those you should check it out a
0: four out of five okay Well, I, we're doing a rating system now huh? well <laughs> i'm just kidding well you're like yeah you're a thumbs up yeah no
1: it's a thumbs up it's definitely not a one where i'd be like meh
0: worth checking right. out D-
1: Worth checking out
0: especially if you like two, uh, period pieces oh yeah, yeah if you're a
1: period piece fan it was one of those like oh it's visually beautiful right definitely on. in that vein of penny dreadful and that kind of dark gothic weird from hell kind com. of like yeah that, yeah. though I think like fi- from hell I'd put as like a five like that one I was like that was so good
0: I, I don't think I've seen that you haven't seen yet. it is that what, what Johnny Depp I believe you, no
1: uh, I can't oh, remember thank yeah, you thank you I was all Sweeney Todd Ta- I was thinking not Sweeney Todd Ta- and I was also yeah, thinking Sweeney Todd Ta- um, also pretty cool uh, what's the uh, Ichabod the
0: uh, Oh oh Ichabod no,
1: no the, yeah the other one where it's the
0: Frankenstein no I don't know who that Man, is. Man,
1: I feel a bad horror movie person right now. Right. No, uh, there's another one he's in that's... They're all in like that same family.
0: I can't remember. You should go watch From Hell. Okay. <laughs> and then I'd go to Hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's
1: a good one. But. All right,
0: let's do this. Yes, yours. Because um, so, you have a similar title. Yes, so for uh, real quick, I just want to uh, preface this. Uh, so I'm doing a, a, a new thing where... Pretty much, uh, I'm trying to turn my crypt into also, a, in a sense, like a history lesson.
1: Woo-hoo! So yes,
0: So, la- yeah, yeah, I don't care. You're going to learn today, all right? Some horror history, H-H. Um, so, pretty much, uh, last week, I started off, us off with The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. And this film is also, well, Caligari actually was released in 19, uh, 1919. This was released in 1920. Um, both films are from Germany. So this film is called The Golem, and it's from Germany. Um, it was directed by Kara Bose and Paul Wegener. It was also written by Henrik Galeen and Paul Wegener. And here's a, a quick synopsis. So in 16th century Prague, a rabbi creates the golem, a giant creature made of clay. Using sorcery, he brings the creature to life in order to protect the Jews of Prague from persecution. Hmm. So... um it's 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 a great film. It's older, so you have to be very patient with it. Mm-hmm. And I want to go into why this film is important to horror history, and it's important because it's it's part of that same uh, German Expressionism uh, expressionist movement that 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 started with the Cabinet of Kaligari uh, Caligari, and it's it's also one of German Expressionism's uh, defining films. And if you watch the Cabinet, then you watch this, and you'll see uh, that. Because pretty much expressionism depends on their set designs, and so if you look, at, if you can bring up a picture of a, or showing off just like um the set and and the buildings, so like the Jewish ghetto in the film is filled with twisty earthy shapes and interiors mm-hmm. that make you think of uh, it makes you think of also womb like enclosures, and um what and then while the gentile cor- gentile courts presented in the film is lavish like a fairy tale, and gentile means pretty much people who aren't Jewish, um. And here's another quote that I got from a website. that says, "The tale of the Golem was a folk tale that, like many such tales, grew out of the need to address the unspeakable in a manner as dramatic and horrific as the thing itself." For violent anti-Semitism boiled throughout Europe and and the Pale in the 1920s, and it also pre- and this film also presents the question of: Is this film a? sympathetic uh, portrait of the oppression of jews that that they face throughout europe in crowding the, of the of the ghettos and also the the twisted lanes and the dark hovels or is the golem more demented proof of the jewish necromancy Un, uh, like another in the li- line of a paranoid fantasies about jewish spell makings over gentiles which again are non-jewish people so pretty much it says is this like a is this a, a case study of like how the jews were persec- persecuted and how like um the jews from the ghetto had to create this golem to protect themselves um from the people oppressing them or is this like also making or poking or just like representing the jewish community in a weird light because most of the jews in the film are like presented with pointy hats and they look like sorcerers in a sense and, they, and in a sense they, they look a little mischievous and like you know so it, it's 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 really interesting in that sense and also what i thought i uh, found interesting as well uh, for this film is that this film actually influenced uh james wales frankenstein that came about t- uh 11 years afterwards in 1931 that both films involve a creature made out of man's volition as well as the imagery of a little girl presenting a rose to the monster and that that imagery is presented in both films where there's a little girl like you know trying to trying to sympathize with the with the creature and trying to be like oh hey (laughs) be friends with it but um I know the the Frankenstein scene is a, is a bit more morbid in that sense. <laughs> um, yeah, also the portrayal of the golem inspired the movements and mannerisms of Boris Karloff's monster in the Fra- in Frankenstein. So like how how Boris Karloff went about uh, uh, you know. Uh, The mannerisms of the Frankenstein's monster, which I thought was interesting as well. Because if you do see the golem, you see that he's very rigid. I mean, like, he's made of clay, so he doesn't really have... It looks like he doesn't have joints. It's pretty funny. But, like, yeah, he's made of clay. He's very rigid. And even um, uh, Paul Wagner, the director slash writer, was the the golem himself. And, um, yeah, so that's my crypt. And that's also the little... uh, Nice little horror lesson for well also
1: you? another uh connection in the limehouse golem they one address uh jewish community being persecuted also that had some real uh historical figures mm-hmm. and uh Karl marx is one of the characters oh wow and so it's historical fiction because they're like a couple people were real yeah um so we do have a couple people in our live chat so Ooh. if you're watching this on youtube we have a live chat going if you're watching it later comment down below uh, we got media shock, Jay Silver, and Wellington. So Wellington had a question of, "Don't Gollum steal your money?" And I was looking it up. So golem, via Wikipedia, in Jewish folklore, a golem is an animated anthropomorphic being that is magically created entirely from in an inan- inanimate matter. Like word, clay. yeah, yeah you'd, word was used to mean an and. An- Amorphous, unformed matter in material. Oh, in Psalms and medieval writing. Hmm. So, uh, kind of also uh, in um, magicians, they make a golem, and it's pretty much a a shell of a yeah, person. I was about to say, yeah. yeah, it's kind of so like then,
0: a, f- a familiar kind of, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I thought it was pretty interesting, and also interesting, and also like the golem is mainly like for uh, the Jewish folklore as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's part of their. Uh, their history, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So yeah, and then next week I'll be bringing you another film um, that uh, is around that same time period that comes next. I believe it's Nosferatu.
1: Nice. So yeah. Now a couple of these are classic, such that they're easy to find, but you'll have yeah. to let oh, th- the show know how difficult th- it is to find some of these. Thank films. you for reminding
0: me. Since it's so old, um, you could actually find The Golem on YouTube, and they oh, have cool. a free version of it on Amazon. But it's weird because it's like voiced, and it's not supposed to be. Oh weird. S- yeah, it's supposed so to be silent. Like, yeah, uh, I skimmed through it and I'm like, "Huh." <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but definitely check out the YouTube one. And there's also one made from 1950, uh, 1915. You want to look for the one that's from 1920 cuz he made he remade like a movie about golems. Like he remade three of them um three movies about golems yeah and then, are you green right now
1: yes yeah, so i just looked at my screen and i'm like i'm oh, sure steve's trying to fix changed. that or something it's fine no it's cool for um,
0: a second. <laughs> you're hulking no, out. Be like,
1: no really my hair is blue. Um, um, um
0: it's all good it's okay dude. um also yeah so thank you for tuning in all your yes, uh, live you. viewers um go ahead and hit that uh, like button please we really appreciate that we appreciate you um, as well as if you're listening to this later on, on a podcast, uh, please give us those five star ratings uh, as well on iTunes or wherever, wherever you find our podcast on, if you can rate it, please rate it and, uh, leave us, uh, some feedback there. I uh, really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, we already shouted out some people in the live chat. Thank you for doing that, Carrie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you still blue. <laughs> right? It's on. okay. All right. So let's get it. Let's, let's get into this news now. We news. got, a, we got a good amount of news that I want to get into. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, just a quick honorable mention. It was like the 36th anniversary of The Thing yesterday. And I want to say, just like, you know, give, give it its. its again? Its, oh, my. Yeah, it's. <laughs> again, yes, because I it like to it's so your much.
1: favorite movie, though. So it's okay. Uh,
0: yeah, so definitely go, oh. go go watch the movie, you guys. <laughs> if you uh, haven't seen the thing, yeah. oh my god! I'm, and yes, we are having some yeah.
1: fun visual color issues. Uh, Wellington says in the chat, "I thought my eyes were broken for a second there."
0: I'm so sorry if you thought that, but that's also pretty funny. <laughs> you would be
1: like, "Whoa, you're what okay?
0: Happened? <laughs> you're okay?" <laughs> all right, let's get all into
1: technology stuff. and being live.
0: I know. Welcome right. to live News. production. All right, let's do this. So, uh, yeah, we got a first look uh, or a new look, actually, not a first one, but a new look. at Nicholas Cage and Mandy. And I am super excited about this uh, about this movie that's coming out. So pretty much uh, the film is being directed by Panos Cosmatos and is an action thriller that's set in 1983. So yeah, um, yeah Cage plays a character named uh, Red Miller, a broken haunted man that is seeking revenge against an uncontrollable cult that kills his lover. And I believe it's, she's played by Andrea Riseborough. Ra- and i believe that's her on the right if you're seeing the picture now um so it's supposed to be this super gory and over the top uh over the top film that's like essential on the violence i'm sure cuz um cage does what he does best and that's rage cage rage um rage cage um yeah and uh yeah it even says that there's a great scene involving uh rage cage and a chainsaw and i'm like i'm interested you're like i'm there um yeah there's definitely like a cage sounds going around in like the horror community specifically which i am totally okay with
1: i'm looking up what was the name of the one where it's like the parents mom and dad thank you yeah yeah, I'm like that looks so awesome. I yeah. love that concept.
0: So yeah, also if you haven't seen that, I personally haven't seen it yet, but I I have been meaning to uh, check that out as well. But for Mandy, it's actually it's it's uh, this film is set to drop on September 14th, and it will be a limited release in theaters, but it'll also be on VOD on the same time. So pick your poison, pretty much um also what i wanted to mention is that the trailer for this movie is actually dropping tomorrow Woo! those scumbags but that's okay <laughs> they just don't know that our show happens today you know yeah. they got it they, they didn't gotta, get the memo they didn't get the memo i forgot to send it my bad and shout out to panos cosmatos for doing uh he directed beyond the black rainbow Oh, another film I've been wanting to get around to. I, I always watch. recommend it, you guys. I will, I always see pictures. Thank you so much, Steve, for that. I always see pictures of that movie, and I haven't seen it. If you've mm. seen uh, uh, beyond the what, beyond the black rainbow. Um, Correct. Beyond yeah, the Black Rainbow. Yeah, check. Uh, let us know what you think about it. What's what, what are some highlights you like? But don't spoil anything because oh, I'll come after you. Um, but yeah, so the trailer is set to to drop tomorrow morning at nine a.m. So I'm definitely gonna tweet tweet try to tweet it out. Um, so if you follow us on Horror News PTN, uh, you'll see it there because I am so pumped for this movie. I, I'm down for it. Um, have you heard anything about this movie at all? Or no? no. Yeah, it was it was it was making some uh, some some commotion in this one festival cool. a couple of months ago, I believe. And that's when I first learned about it. And I was like, nice. I'm down for it. Yeah.
1: But that's why I love this show because you learn about movies you don't might might not know about. There so you go. Yeah, I
0: just wanted like you know learn you. I mm-hmm. want to learn you all these horror movies you might not know about. And that face is so creepy, too. She did did a great job on that. Yes. And then just like that, like the the, the tone that the the imagery invokes, it's just, it's red. It's full of blood and and just dark. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. So um, this is just a quick little bit. Um, Pretty much um, the possibility of a Get Out sequel. Is it necessary? I don't think so. Is there another story to, to tell there that might have the same effect as the first one? Possibly. Um, It'd have
1: to be different people, though. It'd have to be different a different family, yeah, different state, completely different. Else. Yeah,
0: I totally Maybe. agree with you. Um, but this is so. Uh, so, Jordan Peele has been like playing with the idea of like a, of a sequel, and uh, I believe just this past February he was quoted uh, seriously considering it. Unquote. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, this past week, Jason Blum was in an interview with Variety, and he's totally in for a sequel. Hmm. But he, there's one major exception, and he—and this is a quote from that interview—Jason um, Blum said, "If Jordan wants to do a sequel, I'll do it in a second, but it has to come from Jordan Peele." Agreed. I think he's flirting with the idea. Unquote. Mm. So it was a huge success. Um, I just. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be how I feel more about
1: curious of so like, all right, what do you? Com- I'd want to see what he comes up with, but I feel it's good the way it is. Mm. Like it's you don't it, need to.
0: It'd have to be a, a different like commentary on like social issues. Yes. And um, I don't know what else uh, he'd want to he'd want to tackle on. And mm-hmm. on top of that, he's also creating the uh, the other horror film, uh, Us, I believe, that's mm-hmm. that's set to come out uh, next year. Um, oh,
1: Wellington in the chat says I'm in the minority. I found Get Out just an okay movie.
0: Um, okay. That's um, fine.
1: that's totally fine. We've uh-huh. talked about that on the show too. Of, uh, we, you should go watch our discussion of Hereditary. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's I I didn't this feel. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gloves came off. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt personally for Get Out, I thought it was really cool and a lot about it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But as just like a movie goer, I wasn't blown away because mm-hmm. there's another movie out there, Skeleton Key, who has the same plot. So I was like, I, yeah. I knew where it was coming. But being more of a social issue film,
0: exactly that's Which
1: great that's what made it stand
0: that's where the charm comes fr- from yeah. this movie it's like what the message that it's saying um about how uh i believe for the most part it's like how liberal racism can be just as uh just as like not crucial but like just as harming as like a blatant racism in a sense yeah and um and it, i think it just had a, a really great message that mm-hmm. uh, america needed and um well, a horror, lot of people picked up on it
1: horror is a great way to get social issues across because oh, yeah. it's almost like here's this metaphor exactly. that's not really that even veiled mm-hmm. uh media shock in the chat says Blumhouse is on fire right now oh
0: my god and I want to I want to be on fire Stoke with that them fire. I, no I want to <laughs> I want to jump in yeah I want to work for them. <laughs> I want to yeah, jump please, in please. and just be lit yes. <laughs> yeah I mean I I've, I've seen their rise to fame and I've had so much uh respect for mm-hmm. Jason Blum and what he he's been able to make and create. He's a he's a fantastic uh, just a fantastic gentleman and mm-hmm. I can't I, I really love what he's doing giving ah. these little little uh, features like yeah. a chance to play with the big dogs and yeah. look at it, like he, Oh yeah. He, like he got an Oscar to, uh, Oscar win.
1: Uh Jay Silver or a in the, I can't remember. Yeah. Sorry. Jay Silver in the chat says I think Get Out was a great movie but an okay horror movie. It definitely has a lot to say about society but that's it. It isn't a uh, and it isn't a bad thing. That's a good point. Like I, as I agree, a yeah. great movie, horror movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. But then we're also the people that love horror. Yeah, so exactly. We want something maybe different from it.
0: It's definitely like pretty soft core horror. Like at least for me, you yeah. know, like what I'm because like Hereditary is like fucking hardcore, <laughs> and then this is like. Ish. Soft. <laughs> I mean, it no, depends but, on what you like. Well, I'm more psychological. Yeah. I'm in my head all the time. So yeah. like the thoughts that I like, cr- you think of. Yeah, horror. it just like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, that's um, why
1: there's so many subgenres and subgenres of horror. Oh my so. god,
0: countless. Something for everybody. Oh, I should have put it in the in, in the news. Uh, remember the the there's a, guys. All right, so this guy created a online horror movie yes. database.
1: It's on our Twitter.
0: It's go go yeah, it I believe. You, yeah, you we tweeted it out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so if you can just, like, look us up on Twitter. Um, you don't even need an account, just look at our page and you'll be able to find it. Mm-hmm. I believe I tweeted it out last week. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty fascinating because it's just... Uh,
1: it's IMDb of horror.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, And it, ha- and it breaks down horror movies into all of the subcategories and also, like... Awesome. Um. Once you click on a movie, it tells you what subcategories it falls into, like haunted house, mm. like creepy old lady, or creepy, creepy son, or like you know, just the, the little niche, like uh, horror movies that are out there. It's like it's really brilliant. Yes. Um. Ready to move on? Yes. Okay. Remember the babysitter? Yeah. I love that movie. Um. So the director makes books G. too. No. What
1: the babysitter? Yeah. No, the
0: babysitter, the horror movie.
1: Oh. Got I'm thinking. That. I'm like, there's a thing with that, the Netflix one. Yes. Yes. Love yeah. That with Samurai
0: Weaving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's great. She was fantastic, and she's so hot too. Um. So yeah. So Mick G directed that, and he's got. We got word of his next film. It's called A Rim of the World, and so pretty much he's teaming up against with ne- again with Netflix, and it's called Rim of the World, and it's an alien invasion movie. And so far, all we have really is a synopsis. Mm-hmm. So Zach Stentz wrote the script script which follows four misfit sorry four misfit teenagers who become unlikely allies when their summer camp experience is cut short by an alien invasion in now this you know. epic adventure film the youths must overcome their fears tackle insecurities and learn to work as a team while they attempt to save the world
1: that sounds awesome that
0: sounds great yeah it's definitely uh um it's still in the same vein the babysitter where it's like still teenagers you know they're still um it's a group of teenagers, but it's more. It sounds more of like a like in a sense coming of age during this alien invasion because it does specifically say um, tackle insecurities, overcome their fear, and learn to work together as a team. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm all for it. I personally oh, yeah. really enjoyed The Babysitter. I thought it was oh, one of the greatest so things funny. I saw last year.
1: <laughs> we raved about this. Yeah. yeah it was, it's just very, it's, like, that's a horror I really enjoy, too. It's mm-hmm. just the comedy horror, and it, it's very self-aware. Yeah. Like, and they the, make fun of itself, and it has good scares in it. And the
0: gore is just, good. like, whoa. <laughs> like, it's really, <laughs> yes. ugh.
1: Oh. Oh, my gosh. Actually, oh my I feel bad to say this now that I forgot. I did see another movie, and I tweeted you about it. I finally saw Turbo Kid Speaking oh, of gore Oh my
0: god Turbo Kid's so good
1: uh, I know we're kind of Passive and uh Crip But that's okay Go watch Turbo Kid It's on Was
0: uh, When I saw it It was on Netflix But I'm not it's sure It's either anymore. on
1: Netflix Or on Amazon It's on one of the Streaming services Rent it on
0: Amazon If you
1: can um, It amazing practical effects it's Ugh. so fun because everything's so practical it's so over so the top, over the top. <laughs> but that's what's amazing about it because it's michael so funny
0: ironside. and michael ironside yeah, yeah. Um, and he's a badass in it
1: it's three directors um rks R-S-S- i forget i'm blanking on their abbreviation uh, i think it's rkss
0: i believe it's rkss um, i'll double check right and
1: now. all three of them are in the film too and i didn't oh you didn't reply really? back did you know that all three of them are in the movie i had no idea the woman uh, it's so it's a brother, sister and a husband. And so the brother what? is the bald dude who gets like his face destroyed. He's like the super, super bald guy. Yeah. And I think he almost looks like he doesn't have eyebrows in that shot. Oh, uh, my and God. then the sister or the sister is the mom.
0: Uh-huh. And oh, her husband the mo- is the dad of of Turbo Kid. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And I'm like that. So I love cool. that so much.
1: Oh, and I love Apple so Oh much. my
0: gosh, she's so, <laughs> so cool. So funny.
1: So her facial reactions were amazing. Yeah,
0: hilarious. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh but yeah, anyways, go watch Turbo Kid. It's very fun and just know it's very over the top. But they yeah. know it is, but which the, is yeah. what's great about it and it's kind of post it's post-apocalyptic vibe, great violence. Mm-hmm. Uh not Scary, but it's more uh, the post-apocalyptic Mad Maxy vibe yeah. and gore. Definitely, yeah. definitely worth checking out. And a out. little bit of sci-fi. Yep. But, yeah.
0: All right. So let's get back into our news here. Yes. So, uh, yeah, real quick. Linda Hamilton is back for. Uh, so pretty much James Cameron got the rights back to Terminator. Mm. And he's retconning everything after T2. And so he's making his <laughs> sure. own T3 pretty much. So it's like James Cameron's Terminator 3. And he's got uh, direct uh, Deadpool's uh, Tim Miller to direct it. On top okay. of that, Linda Ham- Hamilton will be reprising her iconic role as Sarah Connor, and I believe the picture's up now. So that's her looking badass enough. I know.
1: I was like, dude, those guns. In a bullet, yeah,
0: in a bulletproof Oof. vest and everything. Yeah. Um, so blonde, pretty much. Yeah, she well, looks
1: more blonde here than Normally She's a little more brunette. Yeah, you're right. Hmm.
0: Yeah, good catch. I didn't notice that. I don't, I don't listen. Uh, I should pay attention to women's hair. when would you change your hair? Never mind. Uh-huh. Um, so,
1: dire- <laughs> I know we need to change our icon. All right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, director, we have Tim Miller, writer David Goyer, who wrote, uh, I believe, The Dark Knight. Uh, Steve,
1: you are correct, Senor.
0: Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and it is starting Linda Hamilton, Mackenzie Davis, and it is said that they found a Terminator in Gabriel Luna, who played Ghost Rider in ABC's Agents of Shield.
1: Oh no. Yes, Arnold Schwar- Schwarzenegger's cool. coming I liked back, him. right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger's coming back as well. Uh, and they also have Natalia Reyes and Diego Bonetta. Ooh. And yeah, so it's set to release November 22nd, uh 2019. And Steve pointed out that in the at the end of T2, um she goes uh she's heading south of the border. In Mexico to avoid the catastrophe uh-huh. and everything, so that's why I'm like seeing all these Spanish names: Natalia Reyes, Diego Bonetti, mm-hmm. D- uh, Gabriel Luna. I'm like, okay, so the Terminator is gonna be a Mexican. So look <laughs> forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, this
1: is a question because Halloween did it too. Now, what do we think of the original content creators going? hey, all those sequels, we're going to rewind, make one, and pretend those don't exist. I don't mind if they the original, people, <laughs> they like, the original really people go, oh, we want to redo it, which is cool to revisit it instead because, you know, we have so many too many remakes. Right, uh, let us know and, your thoughts. Yeah, I think it's cool if the original people are like, I want to redo that over, and this is our new vision. Let's right. pretend those others didn't so exist. So that's like a do-over. Yeah. yeah, in a sense, it's like they a... get more money. Mu- Maybe they have new funding. They had got a better story by now, different actors, mm-hmm. and so now they can revisit it and make the thing they that really you in- wanted to do. Like
0: in general, right? Yeah, in general, because
1: okay. well, Halloween's doing it where they go, yeah. ah, let's forget this, and now I... this with Terminator, where they're like, yeah, let's forget the other bits didn't happen. Yeah,
0: from the original, sure. from the original, James Cameron's in, Linda Hamilton's in, Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. of course he's in. Like, <laughs> yeah. so like I'm I'm pretty I'm here for it. I'm down yes. to see uh, a, a James Cameron produced uh terminator next year
1: wellington in the chat says i'm so ready to see Cara connor sarah connor back kicking metal ass there Agreed. you go yeah yes
0: that's pretty metal all right and the last story we have for today is um i don't know when it happened i'm sorry it, it slipped my mind but the looters club adult casting has been completed and Woo! i just want to do a quick rundown of like what's well, good well, who we got who we got so mm-hmm. let's start off with our first one here. So this is uh, the yeah. character of Bill Danborough, And I, uh, so uh, the kid actor was Jaden Lieber. Mm-hmm. And for adult is my boy, James McAvoy. I love I like James McAvoy. Jewish. I like
1: James. I like him a lot. i <laughs> like, I can't even say his name. <laughs> uh, it's cool when I love these side-by-sides. Yes. To see, to compare. like, you go, yeah. But I can Sometimes totally when see they do older, younger, you go, mm-hmm. ah,
0: no. And I wonder if he's go, gonna have the yeah. stutter too, because like, in, in remember he like oh, the original you know had the what stutter. It is? It
1: will, <laughs> it'd be great if he doesn't have it at all until he's like really in a bad place or something. Yeah, and then that comes out. Yeah, oh.
0: that's how. Yeah, that's how it yeah. happens in the like once he starts seeing more visions of yes. like uh, Pennywise, mm-hmm. he starts like <laughs> like he starts like yeah. really getting into it. So that's our first one, Did and I'm already choice. like, yes, I love yes. James McAvoy. Second one here. This is also a really good one. Yeah. So this is a character of Ben Hanscom and as the kid was played by jeremy ray taylor mm-hmm. and the adult is played by Jay ryan and just look that's so uncanny like that's so ridiculous
1: well, because it's one of those, like, you know, he, he glammed up, as they say, but it still is a little soft.
0: You like, know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. He grows up to be a, a super successful architect and also, like, a very suave, yeah, handsome-looking handsome. man. Yeah, he's handsome. Because... When
1: they get their reunion, the girls will be like,
0: hey. Yeah, because there's a whole triangle with our next yeah. character, Beverly Marsh. Right, Mm -hmm. Beverly Marsh, the kid actor, was uh, was uh, Sophia Lillis She was great. And for an adult, Jessica Chastain.
1: Which we talked about that way back way back when. That'd be cool. Jessica Chastain was perfect
0: for that role. And so yeah, so the first three characters do have a whole like love triangle thing going on so but look just can we go back to J ryan real quick the previous look I, at that i think
1: i pick that one james
0: i'm sorry james but know, you're not like, you don't stand a chance like,
1: mm, jessica saying yeah. is
0: gonna get get up get up on that yes and he and he also has like that whole like the card where he wrote the, like that little poem and yeah. thing so that's gonna come back mm-hmm. that's definitely gonna win her heart but like she thinks it was uh bill yeah. who sent it uh, yeah, uh it. Uh-huh. all right and next one also gets me pretty excited oh uh, so Richie yes, Trashmouth yeah. Toys Tozer. Mm-hmm. It was played by uh, um uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Stranger Things alum uh, uh what's his name? Finn Wolfhard, Stranger mm-hmm. Things alum Finn Wolfhard, and is being played by Bill Hader and I could not be more excited about him cuz Bill Hader is fantastic. Jerkster, the, yeah. yeah, exactly. And him in a Same horror movie. Stuff. Yeah. I want to see how good he is like acting scared. Like if he can make Ooh. me scared, you know? Like
1: Well, sometimes people at comedy, you know, are great horror yeah, gr- because no. y- comedy you have to think faster mm-hmm. and smarter to make something funny right you know it's almost more work
0: right yeah and i've seen him do serious acting like he played a he played a um a homosexual twin in the skeleton twins wh- along oh, with Kristen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen wigg mm-hmm. and he was phenomenal in that and i really mm. loved him in that Um, So I'm so super excited to have uh, Bill Hader in this. I did not see that coming. And it's also they look alike. So it's pretty cool. Um, Let's move on to the next one is, uh, I believe, Eddie Kazbrack. And the kid was played by Jack Dylan Grazer. And the adult is played by James Ransone. And this is also very... uh, very on the nose with the uh, <laughs> with the uh, oh, the adult yes. actor. There we go. At first, yeah. I was
1: having a little trouble recognizing him. Left, I'm like, yeah, Oh, is this someone one like always oh, sick and uh, yeah, taking the, his pills. The, yes. the uh, yes. oh, what
0: do they call him? The the something phobe, I forgot.
1: Uh, he's a uh, hypochondriac,
0: hypochondriac, yeah, sorry, yeah, exactly. He
1: glammed up too,
0: yeah, he did, yeah. And then um, next one we have is Mike Hanlon. Or no, I
1: think it's glowed up. Because it's not you grow up, you glow up. Have you heard this? This is on Twitter. No. They had pictures. (laughs) The idea is like you were not really that cute of a kid or something, and now you look great. So instead of growing up, you glowed up because you look greater. Yes, there we go. (laughs) Sparkles. So a lot of these kids, I'm like, oh, you were cute then, but you you glowed up. That's
0: so funny. All right, let's move on to our next one. So six out of seven, we have uh, Mike Hanlon. And so as a kid, it was, it was, it was played by Chosen Jacobs. And um, for an adult, it's going to be Isaiah Mustafa. And if you remember Isaiah Mustafa, I believe he was on the Freeform show. I can't remember which one exactly. But most people will recognize mine, although I heard that he doesn't like this. But he, he's the uh, Old Spice guy. I'm on a horse. Like, <laughs> ah. it's, yeah, it's him, and I'm glad that he's on a, like a. Well,
1: because I bet people make jokes about it all the time. Oh, i sure.
0: It. Yeah, he's yeah. totally so over it. But um, yeah, uh,
1: do we have the one of the the bad guy too? I saw a photo of that. Did we tweet that? I know I saw of somebody else. No, uh, the bully kid.
0: Oh no, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't know that. Tim Nabbit, who oh. was that? Um, well, let's move I'm on to look the look next one. Yeah, while you look it up? So the next, the the last uh, member of the Losers Club. <sighs> I gotta take a deep sigh on this one. Stanley Uris, um, played by Wyatt Olaf. And I never noticed this too, but like in that in that picture next to uh, Wyatt, you can see Pennywise mm. to the left of him. Mm-hmm. And on the right, um as a, an adult, it's Andy Bean. But unfortunately, if you I don't know if I wanna say it. let's just say he doesn't make it back to Derry. <laughs> He's not gonna make it back to Derry. Um he something happens to him. <laughs> um if you if you've seen the original then you don't know what's up you you know what this character what happens um, to this yeah. character um
1: um oh there we go uh
0: do, do they have grant ted grant
1: T- T- teach
0: teach teach oh teach grant is the yes. uh, uh for henry the bowers actor for henry bowers okay so Which, yeah you can google him real quick yeah. and you see a picture of him um
1: that one i go yeah like they're side by side
0: yeah he kind of looks like Michael J Fox for some reason.
1: Huh, in that picture. In that picture, yeah. He is.
0: Right on. So that's uh that's our Losers Club adults. Adults and ch- ch- like child casting. So yes. that's pretty cool. I am super excited. McAvoy, Hater, Chastain. Mhm. Oh my god, I can't wait. Um and so uh Steve, do we have more time? How much time do we have left? Um uh, cuz I want to get into some trailers now.
1: Well, let's <laughs> I was going to say, we can mention what they are, our quick thoughts, and tell people to go look them up.
0: True. Okay. I do want to show one, at least. Okay. Because this movie is actually coming out this Friday on... Okay. So, we'll show two then. So, this trailer actually goes... um, Is being released on Friday on VOD. It's called The Domestics. And if you want to just start playing that that trailer, Steve, um, and I'll talk over it here. Then everything we thought we knew. So it's got like a uh, that post-apocalyptic very, vibe. There's yeah, that op- don't be deterred by the CGI in the opening show. <laughs> That's because it's Actually, bad. it was
1: making me think a little bit of The Road meets The Purge.
0: Yeah, um, it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's a uh, getting somewhere from point A to point B kind of movie. Um, and it's, it's pretty much the story is set in a post-apocalyptic world inhabited by murderous gangs divided into deadly factions as bothworth and hotchlin's characters race desperately across a lawless countryside in search of safety so they have all these different types of gangs and they're going to do like this co- cross country um like trip and they have to traverse their these gang territories and it looks awesome like here here's a breakdown of the gangs i believe oh man
1: we should stay off the roads stay off, off the
0: roads Oh, I think they already did the breakdown of the, of the game. I think they did. Okay. Yeah, so you it's see like all turbo the...
1: It's turbo don't cross the line. <laughs> and They gotta go right through it all.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so funny, actually. Yeah, I like it because I, I personally loved Mad Max Fury Road and... um.
1: Well, no, The Road. Did you see The Road?
0: No, I was talking Mad Max oh. Fury Road. But I've also seen The Road. But yeah. The Road is very, like, solemn and, like, grim and... Uh,
1: that's what... Yeah. Like, the look of it and going into the houses. Yeah. Um, actually didn't watch that one because I read the book and I was like it's so heavy I don't need to watch it but this looks so cool and I'm excited
0: and also I love how like it's like it's in such an urban like setting you know it's like in, yeah. the, in the neighborhood and like mm-hmm. there's like murderous apocalyptic gangs outside and you're just like what yes <laughs> yeah so it's pretty cool um, definitely worth the watch I'm probably gonna try and catch that as well because I, I would like to talk about it see if it's any good because mm-hmm. I, I like Mad Max and I like this I like people surviving and then yeah, so the next big trailer is um, our alien, our spine ripping alien. So Predator. we got a new trailer, yeah, for the Predator. So let's, let's let's let it ride. And I gotta say, this this trailer makes me way more excited than the first thing that they showed us.
1: I think I was excited with the first one enough, I was this not. Is... <laughs> You're like, mm. I was like,
0: nope. you know what my job description is? But this makes me pumped, and I love Charles K. Brown. I love he's coming up in the game. Olivia Munn's cool too, and then we have a Keegan as well. Ah, uh, it just—it's so dark. I wish this TV was better. Oh, that sad. Clicking.
1: I like the word like their face, the mandibles. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know. What? That's
1: such a funny word. I don't know why. It just sounds Mandibles. funny. Mandibles. Also,
0: like, how, how they changed, like, the, the 20th century fox into, like, the whole heat The vision. heat, Yeah, yes. I was like, that's such a nice touch. Um, don't, don't, so these are, like, super commandos. They're
1: rangers. Rangers, oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah.
0: Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of Suicide Squad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That hey, was so that's funny. so good I I was like, it. that's a good one <laughs> that delivery is fantastic uh.
1: Fucking point.
0: and there's cursing in the trailer <laughs>
1: oh my goodness oh man I like the violence in action yeah How's the violence
0: looks so cool oh yeah the countdown
1: mm-hmm. uh space
0: I gotta say this 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 does this this, this works on me what's the chat saying?
1: Uh, they're not predator yet. They're just they're just saying already. Media shock. Thank you. They said awesome show, guys. Uh, definitely will flag for next time.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: On YouTube now, it's easier to uh set like a notification for yourself that the video is gonna come out. Oh,
0: cool. It's much easier. Right on. Uh, and I'm just going to start yeah. talking about the other two um the other two trailers that I wanted to go over go as look well. Them up. There's there's one that I thought was pretty funny. It's also in the same vein as Mayhem. It's called Very Office so. Uprising.
1: Just more like goofy.
0: Goofier. It's a lot more goofier. It's not as serious as like Mayhem, no. but it, it's literally like another tower kind of like a tower tower film. It takes place in the it takes place in the office building and uh, things go crazy and also yep. the other one I want you guys to check out it's called The the Night Eats the World trailer so just look that up uh, Zombie Flake in Europe uh, it looks very interesting looks cool I'm going fast because we got a wrap and just some quick fan shout outs just uh, people yes. in the chat yes
1: thank you again Media Shock Wellington Smithopolis uh, Posh Smasher cut of Shazam now <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, we had Jay I think it was Jay Silver there we go and thank you very much for watching live and if you didn't catch the live, that's <laughs> oh, totally cool. That's you terrible. can comment down below.
0: Yeah, and put yourself over.
1: Yes, and you guys can find me online at Carrie D Lane, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And tune in in about an hour. We're doing anime, uh, After Buzz anime reviews. We're talking about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, part five. Right
0: on. And I am your host, Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore again. T-O-N-Y-B-T-O-N-Y underscore. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, try to watch uh, The Domestics. <laughs> I was like, what's that film called again? Yeah, one. yeah, we're going to be talking about that. And also try to catch Nosferatu, the old film. I'm going to be talking about that later on as well. And, yeah, peace out. Catch you later. Thanks Until for next week.
1: See ya. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com.